The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up? What's up? It's your boy. Young, haven't left the house in about four days. A.K.A. It's 5.30 in the afternoon and I'm still in my pyjamas. A.K.A. Can't quite remember the last time I took a shower. A.K.A. Haven't ate a full meal today, but at least I've drank some water. A.K.A. Should keep my voice down because my nana's not very well asleep in the next room. A.K.A. Yes, I'm 33 and I still live with my grandparents because I'm like after I because she's 88 and has dementia. A.K.A. Young, sharp intake of breath. It's your fucking boy, Jack Fox. And it's time to turn the volume up in my headphones so I can hear myself. And then after that, it's time for another episode of Tired and Inspired. Now, yes, today's episode may be a little subdued. Yes, today's episode might be a little slower, might be a little quieter. Maybe this is the ASMR episode, even though I hate uh, ASMR. Now, that was a full, (laughs) real burp right there in your ear, and I can't apologise enough for that, because that was, frankly disgusting. If only there was some way I could stop recording and edit this myself and take that out and start recording all over again. But alas, that's physically impossible. See that? See what I said there was a joke, right? Obviously, I could stop, edit this, take that out, start again, be more cheerful, whatever, however I want to approach this. But that was a lie, so am I now going to hell? I mean, I was going to hell anyways, in it. But with that is that like one of the things they'll bring up? Well, I get to hell. Oh boy, again, again. If there only was some way that I could stop and take that yawn out and carry on recording. But alas, physically impossible. <laughs> I think I haven't. Like I say, right? I haven't left the house. What day is it today? It's Monday, the 9th of January. And, I mean, yesterday I left the house to go to the corner shop for some, let's say it together, Pepsi Max. And why? Because it's the only sip that counts, and I'll be goddamned if I'm going to continue to play up to a stereotype. And I seriously can't remember the last time since before yesterday I went to the co-op, I left the house. And I think this is now turning into a sort of Jack Nicholson and the Shining situation where I'm going a little bit fucking mental. Some of my friends have gone away for the week. Well, I'm saying the weekend, it's Monday. Some of my friends have gone away for a few days to a place down a bit further south. I had no idea. Found out on Instagram all good, not bothered, wouldn't have went if they invited me anyways, would have been nice to have been asked, however, doesn't matter. I'm not jealous about it, I'm not je- it's not keeping this up at night, I'm not jealous about it, don't worry, I'm not, don't, just don't ask us about it, I'm not jealous about it or anything, don't ask us, it's fine, it's completely fine, don't, don't worry about it. 
haven't been doing much. Although saying that, I did make, you know, I don't, I'm not really a huge believer in New Year's resolutions or whatever, but one of my resolutions or whatever was to write more. And I did finish off a song last night, which took me like probably three days to finish off, which isn't bad really for me. It takes me ages to start writing, to, to finish something off when I start writing. So I'll take that. Um, maybe this is a bit too quiet. I'm just looking at the waveforms here. I'm going to turn this up a little bit. Um, I haven't been doing much when I've been in the house non-stop for the past however long I've been in the house for. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you already know that I live with my nana, right? And uh, my mum's been going out more, which is good for her because she deserves to go out more. So I've been stuck in the house looking after my nana. And uh, we watched... Um, my nana likes anything to do with the war. I've, I've covered it before. I had a whole episode talking about World War Two before because my nana loves the war, anything to do with the war. It's like a chat when, when you put... You put something on TV to distract your child while you're busy doing stuff. That's like, why not? You put fucking anything to do with World War Two on the TV, you can actually get on and do some fucking work for once. Um, which, by the way, when I was in America and uh, had to deal had to deal with, that's a horrible thing to say, but <clears throat> we went to visit Christina's brother who has two kids. And kids are a handful, man. These, these two children are... Lovely guy, lovely guys, dead sound guys. They both drink Guinness, and uh, no, the very nice baby. Because obviously, there's some babies that I just fucking cry 100 percent of the time, right? But um, Christina's brother's two kids are very nice. Um, but the oldest, the youngest one's too young to really know anything. It's just kind of looking around and is obsessed with anything new, which as a baby you would be. Um, but the oldest one, uh, you know can be a bit of, can be a handful at times, if you try to do stuff, right, um, but is obsessed with Baby Shark, still, I know that's like a big thing, I know it's a bit hack to talk about now, because it's been and gone, but I, now after spending, this is by the way, this is me, I don't have any kids, I don't have any nephews or nieces or anything, right? I've spent one afternoon in the company of a child that is obsessed with Baby Shark. One afternoon, not even a full day, an afternoon, in in the company of a child that is obsessed with Baby Shark. Like, you need to put Baby Shark on so the child can sit down and watch and enjoy it <coughs> while you get on with all that stuff, right? And now, I fully believe there's no better argument for sea spiracy than Baby Shark. Take all the sharks and get to fuck. I'm sick of them. I'm bored of them. I've had enough of them. Um, but speaking of me, you're bored and having enough of them. Uh, fucking World War Two films and stuff, man. Watch this uh, film. Uh, I put this on for my dad the other day on Sky called Operation Mincemeat. Worst film title of all time. This is a, this is that video going around of the new Gerard Butler movie called Plane. And it's a big, looks like a big action movie. These guys, a plane goes down on an island. Gerard Butler's the pilot. And it gets taken over by the inhabitants of the island. And they've got to kill everybody to try and get out okay. But it's a big, like, action movie. And there's explosions and gunfights and people dying left, right, and center. And then at the end, it's like, plane coming to a cinema. And everyone's like, you can't believe the name of this movie. It's fucking ridiculous. But I was like, well, it, it involves a plane, at least. It's like, what else can you call it? The island, or, uh, you know what I mean? But fucking 
Operation Mincemeat. Yeah, I think there's something better. Uh, the film stars some guy and also Colin Firth. And uh, I was like half watching it, half doing work on my laptop. And it was just on like in the background. And I'm not like a huge Colin Firth fan. Like I don't really, I know that he's like like the go-to. If you need like a upper sort of middle class English guy in your movie, then you're going to go for Colin Firth, right? But I've, I think, oh my God. Wait to step on the fucking joke there, yawn. Nice one. I think, I don't think Colin Firth has ever been in a movie where at least 10 of his lines in the movie have been, mm, yes, quite. This guy says yes, quite, more than anybody, huh, yeah, yes, quite. He says yes, quite, more than anybody that I've ever known. That's, all, that's pretty much all he says is, uh Yes, quite, yes. It's all I can remember him saying throughout this movie. And he's trying to find a Nazi spy or something. I don't fucking know. Uh, yes, yes, quite, yes. Yeah, it's quite remarkable, yes. That's how I found it. Yes, quite, yes, yes. The fuck up, Colin, Jesus. Ah, bit cabin fevery. Starting to get a bit cabin fevery in the house a lot. It's more frustrating that I don't really have much going on. January is notoriously bad for... I don't do anything in my life anyways. All I do is this podcast, play drums, and occasionally tell jokes. I haven't told a joke on stage for so long. It's been so long. And I've got gigs coming up. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you all about the gigs after a quick word... Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by taking the longest break in between the first half of a podcast and recording the sponsors part of the podcast that has ever been known to man. Want to pause for three hours and have a conversation with your mother about what may happen in the afterlife? Then you want to try taking a huge break in between the first half of your podcast and the second half of your podcast. Fuck off, Jan, trying to get some work done. Alright, while well, I've got you here, two big gigs coming up this weekend. On Saturday, the first outing of my covers band Different World are going to be at the George in Darlington. And then on Sunday, Hot Water Comedy Club in Liverpool. So I know these are quite out the way from where I normally am, but if you want to come see a show, I'm in Darlington on Saturday and in Liverpool on Sunday, come see a show. Yay! Yeah, man. First outing with the brand new covers band. On a Saturday in Darlington, of all places, at the George, I think it's called. The pub's called the George. Going to be interesting. Um, this project's been kind of thrown together, but I think it should be fun. We're going to play some uh, old school songs, some of the old classics, and some uh, interesting interpretations of some covers. It should be fun. It's a good little way to make some cash um, <laughs> could be quite, frank, quite frank with you look I haven't joined a covers band with other guys who are in their late 30s early 40s to play songs by 
Aerosmith for fucking shits and giggles, all right? I'm doing it for the Skrilla. Uh, and then Sunday, heading off to Liverpool with uh, hopefully my good friend Sam Thomas, still waiting to confirm if he's coming or not. Everybody knows Sam Thomas, my good pal. And uh, I'm going to play at Hot Water Comedy Club, which is a place I've played for played a few times. And it's always been lovely. And now I'm going to play their other venue uh, on Hardman Street. And I'm really quite looking forward to it. Kind of a sort of a trial gig to hopefully get some more work there later in the year. But that's none of your goddamn business. We'll see how it goes. And we're back. Yeah, honestly, not much happened. Not much happening this week. I haven't got a lot of funny stories to tell or mad shit that's gone down. Uh, like I say, I've been watching war movies as a byproduct of looking after my nana. Um, one thing, another thing that I've been watching as well as war movies is like quiz shows on TV. And I guess because it's like the start of the new year and they're kind of whittling out all the Christmas stuff, uh, there's been a lot of uh, like celebrity specials, you know, types of game shows. So you'll see like the Chase celebrity special or uh, Tipping Point celebrity special is a good one. I'm fucking, look, we all know that I'm the fucking boy who bejeweled. And actually, actually, a quick bejeweled update I googled the highest bejeweled score of all time, and it came up like 2 billion something something. Fair enough, that's fucking ridiculous. But then I started looking, there's there's Reddit threads on bejeweled, so I started scrolling through, and people are getting like high 800s, it's like a high score. I'm, all of my high scores on bejeweled, I will open my bejeweled app right now. Or, like everybody, people are, are bragging about the fact that they've got high 800,000s of high scores. And if I look at my high... I don't even know where my high scores... Uh, profile movies? Top scores. My top score. The lowest. My 10th top score on Bejeweled is 927,840. My number one top score on Bejeweled... One million six hundred and six thousand six hundred. So, albeit the top score is like two billion, crazy. Get a life. Leave the house more. I would put myself top top seven Europa League spaces of bejeweled gamers in the world. I'll go head-to-head with anybody on Bejeweled and win. That's not the point I was trying to make. All right, we know I'm shit-hot at Bejeweled. Another thing I'm shit-hot at is catchphrase because it's basically figuring out punchlines is all it is. It's figuring out really shit puns, but I'm really, really good at it. I'm shit-hot at catchphrase. But I was watching um, Tipping... No, sorry, The Chase... A celebrity version of the chase, and I can't remember which celebrities were on there because they're fucking Z-list celebrities, including that time Dave Johns was on, who's a mate of mine, who even though is a mate of mine, and we have geeked together numerous times. Every time I see him, he's always like, "Hi, mate, what's your name?" and shakes my hand. And I'm like, "Dave, we've geeked together hundred thousand times." So when I say he's a mate of mine, what I actually mean is I know who he is. And he doesn't know who I am because he's too famous for us. But it wasn't that episode with Dave Johns. It was a new episode, celebrity episode of the chase, and. 
there was three of them in the final, and they had a hundred and twenty grand to give away. Uh, sorry, to win for charity. So that's what forty grand each for. Uh, four, eight, twelve. So it's a forty grand each to these three celebrities to give away to their charities, and uh, they didn't win. They didn't win. So in the end, what the chase does is because it's a celebrity game and they're playing for charity, they give them a thousand pounds each. So charities, three separate charities, have lost out on thirty nine grand each, all because. A fucking Radio 4 DJ doesn't realise how many colours are in the flag of Sweden. You know what I mean? Like, there's a children's hospital waiting to get an extra wing because some of the patients are being treated in the hall and they need a 40 grand donation. But unfortunately, because Ollie Mers doesn't realise what was a number one hit in December of 1979, they're only going to get a grand, which is in turn going to fill up the fucking coffee machine in the cafeteria. And the worst part is the chaser, who's Mark Labette, or the other one, Anne, who everybody seems to love, by the way, she's a fucking bitch, is so happy and pleased with himself that he managed to beat these fucking celebrities. He's like, <laughs> Well, just another, there was, what does Sean say, uh, the Dark Destroyer, he's always like, just another day at the office. Yeah, stopping kids from getting cancer treatment, you fucking heathen. So harsh, man. There's fucking cancer patients waiting for further treatment, but because Mel C doesn't realise that... Jeff Hurst was the first person to score a hat-trick in a World Cup final. <laughs> I could do these all day. There's there's burn victims that are in dire need of beds in hospital, but just because Joe McEldry didn't know uh, that 1,800 hours is actually 6 p.m., <laughs> there's fucking mothers that aren't able to have their kids born in hospital and have to have them in the wait room because there's not enough beds in the hospital all because fucking Joe Pasquale didn't realise what the meaning of ambidextrous was (laughs) <laughs> ah, fucking hell <laughs> Look, don't get it don't get it twisted I'm not laughing at the victims in the hospital I'm laughing at the fact that <laughs> there'll be people watching as <laughs> There'll be people, this is fucking going to sound horrible, there'll be people watching who are in desperate need of that money as they see fucking Alan Carr trying to figure out who was the first person to play the Joker in the Batman movies. 
<laughs> Mate. Maybe the hardest I've ever laughed on this podcast. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Oh, <laughs> my stomach's hurt from laughing. There's fucking... Alright, I'll do one more. There's... Um, there's... Two people <laughs> caught in a car crash that are just waiting in any not getting tread properly, all because Paul O'Grady doesn't know the capital of Luxembourg. Right, I've gone too far. Gone too far. I should have stuck with the Joe Pasquale. <laughs> doesn't know what happy dexterous means. <laughs> ah. Oh, fuck my stomach, man. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. Fucking hell. <laughs> I hope that makes sense to some people. I hope all this laughter isn't wasted. And I'm actually you're laughing along with us. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to use that as a bit of material. That's so funny. Fuck you, if you don't think it's funny. Oh, boy. Well... <laughs> end on a high leave them wanting more eh? um, that's probably going to do it for this week it's a bit of a short short and sweet episode but with maybe one of the funniest bits that I've ever done um, <laughs> um, yeah but we're coming up to 100 episodes I'm hopefully the plan is to have a big episode for a, episode 100 and uh, we'll see what happens we'll see what happens um Thanks for listening. Thanks for continually listening. Uh, I'm working on some new music. Uh, I've got the Chili Peppers Band, Different Worlds, first gig on Saturday. I'm going to be about this year. Hot Water on Sunday. Uh, more stand-up gigs coming uh, in the next couple of months because January is a notoriously quiet month. Um, but the podcast will still be rocking and rolling. Uh, send some questions in. Send send some send anything in if you've got a problem with anything you want me to try and solve it check out the hook where my DJ revolves it um that was a vanilla ice uh, reference by the way uh send some questions in DM us about anything keep sending me those videos of your pets twitching in their sleep and keep your dick up out there as Tony Soprano once said keep your dick up alright uh, thanks for listening man I can't believe you guys listen to this but it to be honest, it's worth listening to the first 20 minutes of this podcast just to get to the bit about Joe Pasquale. doesn't know what ambidextrous means. <laughs> um, all right, man. Thanks so much. I love you all. Uh, take care and see you in the next one. Bye. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. I'm sorry, I have to take the 120 grand away and say to you, you have been caught, and for you, the chase is over.